Hello and welcome to the GX video series and the podcast. We are at the World Government Summit 2023 and uh, I have with me a fellow Canadian, Ryan Andrasov. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Ian, and it, it's great to meet you in person. Um, we've had a chance to, to be on the podcast together virtually a few years ago, but it's of always course. great to put a real face to a real name. Absolutely, and you and I are here from very far away from Canada, right? It's yep. really, it's a long flight. But we're here for a very important reason, and that, number one, of course, was the World Government Summit. Yes. But also is the GX Forum that took place here, bigger than ever before, great presence, really well attended. What have been some of your insights from this whole uh, event? Yeah, it's been it's been a really impressive last few days, um, getting a chance to connect with people from all over the world who are passionate about these issues around how do we improve government in the age of digital in particular. And that's, you know, my background is very much around digital services and government, how we modernize how government works. And I have to say, one of the things that really stands out for me is that everyone's essentially dealing with the same thing. You know, they have their unique contexts of their countries, of their culture, of, of how they're kind of coming at it. But there's these common themes that every country in the world seems to seems to be grappling with. And, and I'm heartened to hear a lot of the talks we heard this week were about how we have to put citizens and users at the center of the work that we're doing, right? To really be able to focus on the problems, not just jump to solutions. Right. We had some interesting conversations around new technologies like the metaverse. How do we strip away the hype from what's real and, and I think it's it's great to hear on the one hand that there's kind of common themes around this but there's also common struggles that everybody's trying to work through yeah and so you've done a lot of work within governments you've worked with some uh, nonprofits that operate across the world right you come with a wealth of experience um, and my it's it's a it's a tough question for me to ask it but I want to I, I want to ask the reality are governments worldwide just talking or are they doing stuff yeah, it's, it's, it's an important question, right? right? And, you know, I, in my career, I spent many years working inside government, primarily with the Canadian government at the federal level, worked with international organizations like the OECD, now have my own company, Think Digital, that does consulting work for governments around digital transformation. And I will say, I think, in the one hand, in the last decade, senior leadership, and I think throughout our government organizations, they are understanding and kind of speaking the language of being agile, being user-centered. Yeah. But sometimes we get what people will refer to as agile theater or design theater, where people are saying the words, but they haven't actually changed the way that they operate. Um, I have this mental model I use around this, I call it the Pac-Man model. I think we actually had an article about it in last year's um, form uh, report. And it's this notion that you, know, you have to get beyond strategy and you have to actually get beyond culture as well, though it's part of it, but you have to start thinking about what are the incentives and the structures of the organization. Because I really think, and I see this in the work that I do you know, with, with governments in Canada and, and internationally, is that until we start really changing the incentives and structures of how governments work it's going to be difficult to see sustainable long-term change yeah yeah so how were your discussions here in the uae uh, and uh, anything that stood out for you maybe how things are progressing here, how government is working here. What, what are you, some of your observations? Yeah, it's it's been a very interesting experience because it's my first time here in Dubai, here in the UAE, um, and getting to get that kind of firsthand experience with how it's being approached here. I mean, clearly 
there is a real um, passion for innovation in the UAE, which, which just stands out, right? And, and actually, I was really struck on the panel that I was on earlier today about the metaverse. Um, uh, the official from the UAE government was talking about, you know, how they have really been investing in metaverse technology with this notion that essentially they're placing bets on things that may or may not work, right? right? And I find sometimes in government, we can be so risk adverse. We kind of, you know, we never want to be first. We don't even want to be second. We want to kind of wait until, you know, we're at the kind of the long tail of innovation. And I think the reality is things are moving so quickly now that I'm not sure governments can afford to wait to be at the yeah. very end of the innovation tail. And it doesn't mean we should chase the shiny object. I think that's the flip side of it. We can very easily fall into shiny object syndrome where you're just investing in tech for the sake of yeah. it. But what I do really appreciate from what I've seen here and some of the discussions I've had is I think there's a real desire to say, let's be entrepreneurial inside a government. Let's invest in things that may or may not pay off, but we're gonna learn from that and yeah. be able to advance. Yeah, and you know what you just said just uh, kind of reminds me of this thing that maybe governments need to change how they think about failure because yep. you know it's all about we don't want to fail we don't want to make that mistake yep. how about we change the process of succeeding by in a in maybe in a step by step gradual way maybe mm -hmm. through uh, public sector partnerships or yep. You know, I, I don't know. There's a hundred different ways of changing what you do. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, I go back to my my Pac-Man mental model around this and that notion of kind of changing incentives, right? So I, you know, I think right now, and certainly I see this in Canada, and I see this in some of the other governments that I've worked with, the incentives at an individual level for officials in government is not to take risks, mm. right? You take a risk, you have a bad headline, it causes some challenges for you. Um, but I think that's really where the magic is gonna come from yeah. this, is you know, until we kind of recognize that governments are made up of human beings and they all have those personal incentives, I think once we can start shifting the organizational incentives around being more risk-taking and actually saying, you know, if you're gonna progress in your career, you should actually be able to show a track record of having tried things and actually having things that haven't yeah. worked out that you've been able to learn from and be able to build from. Yeah. It, it's tricky in government because obviously your role is to safeguard the public interest yeah. and you can't take irresponsible risks that yeah. might put people at harm. But I think there are absolutely areas where you can experiment and we have to be able to find ways to foster that. Yeah, and you know, in, in the private sector, you see uh, a lot of different movements take place, right? You look at, um, uh, you know, I don't know, the world, some of the world's renowned companies from mm -hmm. Siemens to GE, to Microsoft and Google or Amazon, they all have created their processes. They all have specific ways of doing things, yep. right? Uh, and I think the, that process-oriented approach, agile, nimble, all of those things, I think those need to be incorporated in government somewhere. And I see that happen here mm -hmm. in the UAE in particular. And henceforth, government can say, hey, we're going to do you know these three things and we don't know how we will succeed there. Right but we have a process to get there and hopefully that process will work, yep. right? So it's a process, I, I, and that's my observation, is it's a process-oriented approach to succeeding and to learn through your failures. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need a model on that. I, I actually think that GX, the Government Experience Forum that we're part of, uh, does a lot of that with, with other governments. It has a template yep. for excellence. And so I, I think there's definitely something there. Mm -hmm. um, what do you see happening worldwide? Do you see uh, a trend, any trend emerging uh, in, with respect to how governments see, uh, you know, future readiness or succeeding? 
or uh, one of those things? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think governments are, are almost having to work in two tracks simultaneously and two speeds simultaneously. So on the one hand, I mean, I would argue in most governments around the world, they're still actually dealing with some of the very basic issues, right? Of, you know, how do we get the forms in, the, in, a, good, in a good shape? How do we yeah. get good data systems in place, right? And, and it's tough to actually have real innovation if you don't get some of the basics right. So I think governments are still working on that. Um, we you know, heard this morning during some of the government service form discussions around things like online payments and you know, uh, identity in a digital world. And those are kind of those foundational building blocks. On the flip side, we have these hugely disruptive technologies coming into society very quickly, things like artificial intelligence, um, things like the metaverse that are quickly going from science fiction to being part of people's daily lives. And I think sometimes there can be this temptation in government to either go to one extreme, right? To either, you know, just look at the new tech that's coming down the, down the pipe or to only say we're just going to deal with the basics. And, and I think that's actually the real challenge governments are going to have to get into mm. is to be able to almost have that two-track ability to say we have to focus on the fundamentals because if we don't get the fundamentals right it's tough to take advantage of new technology yeah. but we're going to have to also keep our eye on what's coming down particularly given the increasing speed of of, of those cycles and, and yeah. that change yeah and, and just to say and i think a big part of that and this is what i'm really passionate about is it requires training and capacity building and education for those in government of course. Yeah. you know i i think we have to kind of recognize that we need public services around the world that are ready to tackle the challenges today and, and and, you know, a lot of traditional kind of hiring and the types of profiles of people we brought in 20, 30 years ago aren't the types of people perhaps we need to navigate public policy issues yeah. in the digital world. And yeah. that's, you know, that's, I think, one of the real challenges for governments is how do they kind of get access to the capacity they need yeah. to be able to, to navigate these issues today? Of course, uh, I know that's that's uh, very valid what you just said. Tell our viewers and listeners where they can find you and learn more about your work. Absolutely. So uh, my company is called Think Digital. Our website is thinkdigital.ca. Uh, they can find us on Twitter. They can find us on LinkedIn. Um, and I have to mention, uh, we're on a podcast here. We just launched a podcast called Let's Think Digital. Right. So you can go to letsthinkdigital.ca where we talk about a lot of these issues. Incredible. Ryan, thank you so much for your time, my friend. It's been a pleasure meeting you, speaking with you again. And I hope we get to see each other. Thanks show. so much, Ian. Thanks pleasure. So much. Thank you. And that's the end of this episode, friends. Uh, if you're listening, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe. If you're watching us, make sure you, you subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much. And thank you for following uh, GX.